Warning, this podcast is intended for adult audiences only. We discuss sex and sexual relationships in a frank and open manner. We are not marriage and family therapists or sex therapists, and the content provided is for informational and entertainment purposes only. If you are under the age of 18 or do not wish to hear explicit discussions about sex and sexual relationships or adult language, then you shouldn't listen any further. But if you are, well, grab your seat, grab a drink, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of The Accidental Swingers. Well, hey, everybody, it's Marina. Thanks for joining us for episode 21. Episode 21 is a continuation of episode 20. Tristan and I recorded episode 20 and 21 actually together as one big long episode. We knew we'd have to break it in half because it was really long, but we didn't know quite where that break was going to happen until I ran through the editing process. So we stopped episode 20 and we're going to pick up now with the rest of the story. I'm going to play about the last five minutes or so of episode 20 to kind of get you back where we were. But if you haven't done so, don't forget that actually these episodes are a continuation of the Hot Wife story, which started in episode 18. Episode 19 happened to be a bonus episode, which really didn't have anything to do with this story, but it's a lot of fun if you haven't listened to that one. Super sexy fun. So you want to make sure that you're catching all of the Hot Wife story, the making of Hot Wife, as we called it is episode 18, 20, and now episode 21. We'll finish that out. We really hope that you enjoy this. This was such an amazing time, such an amazing adventure, and it really laid the foundation for some amazing things that are gonna happen for us in the future and that continue to happen. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of The Accidental Swingers. You know the drill. Again, that is such an, I wanted people to understand, and this is why I said we really have to hear the audio from you, even though it's very awkward to hear it, but that you had your opportunity for your hall passes, and that's what happened, and you had some great experiences, and we're going to actually talk about that when we come together for our next recording. So you ready to move on? Or do yeah, but as you say that, it spurred something. And it was true then, and it's much less true now. But certainly at that time, my opportunities were really secondary. And I was way more interested in you and what you were doing than in me and my opportunities, which I think is really interesting. And now, and that was two and a half years ago. Today, it's not. that's not necessarily the case. And as you've said in past episodes, I take what I want now. Mm-hmm. But back then, I, I genuinely was not as interested in my own opportunities. I was really more interested in you and what you were doing. So that's a huge shift. And it's something that I don't think we've even ever talked about. Yeah, I don't But know it's something that has been a slow progression. But the experiences that we have now are so vastly different right. than our experiences then because our personalities are so vastly different now. I mean, there's, there's the same core, obviously, as I just discussed. But it's, it's really fascinating how we've both changed and how our dynamic has changed. Right. Certainly since, well, before the lifestyle. But even since that what I call I think of as an inflection point Mm -hmm. in the beginning of 2019 when we really started changing our dynamic right and we're both very different now from where we were then right but I also want to that was a priority for you or that was your focus right it was and I don't want it to get lost because as we move forward there's a lot of stuff that's coming that is more marina centered because that's that's where I was that's where you were Mm -hmm. but but it's so important for me personally, for me to say it in front of our audience and in front of you is that those same things were there for me, for you. Mm-hmm. And they just were different because your opportunity.
opportunities as a male, as a single male, because you're had a hall pass, whatever that is, were a little bit more limited. It's much more difficult for a quote unquote single guy or a married guy who has a hall pass to be able to find people to play with. Yeah, absolutely. So, but the desire was still for me, for you to have those same things. And I don't think I, I mean, I say it a couple of times, but I think it gets washed out a lot because there was so much that was going on for me. And and every other second is a beep, 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 beep. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because there were that many dudes to be beeped out. It was that, but we weren't thinking ahead. And I mean, we didn't know we were going to ever play this for other people to hear. So we talked openly and honestly and used everybody's names. Mm -hmm. So it was more important for me to be able to beep out people's names than cut out entire chunks of audio. So I apologize for the multiple beeps, but it's important. And it doesn't really matter that you can or cannot track which beep was what particular person. (laughs) The idea is the fact that there was a lot going on and we were both wanting each other to have those experiences and mine were there was a lot more of them it was tenfold but it was still the love for each other of each other wanting us to have those experiences versus you know yes i can go off and play but tristan has to stay home and sit there and watch baseball it was was, was, never that it was never that so i think that the love and adoration piece comes differently from me but it's still there i still say i so want him to know what this feels like because it's amazing and it's freeing and it's opening and there's so much to it so that's you know it just comes across a little bit differently but those words are there and the feeling and the emotion and the love behind all of that is still there right absolutely and it's always been there it's just that it took me time to catch up with that permission in the sense that you know i wasn't there from a confidence standpoint and i just wasn't ready and then as i became more confident more ready then i was able to kind of catch up with where what you're giving me permission to do right and now it's like all right game on (laughs) <laughs> no, that's true too. Yeah. But you have to listen to the uh, after that's party. Right. Yeah, that's right. You <laughs> to hear that now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. But it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As we both evolved. Yeah. So. And we've talked about that from the beginning that we've both been on kind of different levels back and forth varying from the start because that's just because we're people. Right. Yeah. We're not always going to be on the same page. Yeah. We're not always going to be on the same level or in the same place, but we talk about it and we recognize that. And give each other the... The, the grace. Yeah. The, the grace and the permission mm-hmm. to be in different places at, at different levels at different times. Yeah. That's just a recognition of yeah. reality. Yeah. Okay. Did you cover your... Those are my three, three things. Three things with yeah. the multiple layers underneath yeah, exactly. them, babe? Okay. Yeah. That's a good way to go. Three things with... That, you know, but, with your multiple layers? But yeah. yeah. Well, that's kind of like outlining. <laughs> yes, <laughs> That's it where is. I learned it. I know. That's where it is. Okay. So, the next part that we're going to listen to is the... Um, now, Tristan and I have come together. Uh, this was the day after I got... Or two days after I got home. And we'd both now listen to each other's recordings and we come back together to talk about them. So let's play that audio. Let's. All right. So now we both listen to each other's recordings mm-hmm. on our hall past three weeks mm-hmm. and about how we felt about it, which was really kind of what I wanted to talk about it for myself was not only how I felt about my experience, but how I felt about you having your experiences, which, you know, had been um, harder for me mm-hmm. before. And I think also in conjunction, again, it's all about timing and having my experiences, having listened to The Ethical Slut at the same time, knowing that 
as soon as we both actually started listening to the ethical slut for just a little while, we were like, oh yeah, this is going to be impactful Mm -hmm. for us because of the way that we connect to people and build relationships. And I don't, you know, it's um, definitely more open to things than I was before because it makes a lot of more, a lot more sense. Right. Um, for me, the takeaway was, and I don't know that I really explained it in my feeling piece as much, but was that, you know, we talked about the fact and there's still going to be unevenness. And I think that when in the Ethical Slut book, they talk about when you have agreements and just because one, your agreements aren't the same agreements because people are in different places at different times. So I thought that was interesting mm. to kind of hear about that. Yeah, because we had talked about that. I mean, we, while well, we lived that and worked through it. Right. And then to hear them talk about it is very validating. Right. It's like, oh, yeah, so we can kind of keep on that path and revisit those things. And as we change and grow, then, of course, those things are going to change and grow. And the other piece of talking about also, and it talk, they talked in the book about jealousy. And I kept saying to you every time that something came up, and I'm like, well, it's not, I'm not jealous, but it's more this. But that jealousy it's for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. And so what I liked in the book was they talked about how jealousy is, is a kind of an umbrella and underneath that are all the different kind of emotions that go along with it. And that's why I kept saying, well, it's not jealousy, but it's like kind of, I had to flush out what, because each scenario was different right. and each newer scenario will be different you know, whatever it is. And so just being able to say, all right, well, let's check in about this before this happens or when I do this or for you, you know, I want to ask so-and-so out on a date because the reality is we talked about this too, is that you're, you kind of do have to date maybe, um, or maybe not. I don't know. I tend to go on coffee dates. I don't know why that's not (laughs) something that can be done, but whatever. (laughs) <laughs> oh, the, like, why I can't do that? Uh, yeah. Why can't you go on a coffee date with people? I can't. I don't know. That's but anyways. Um, well, because I'm not available during the day well, when you're drinking coffee. I don't know. It's a, it's a whatever. <laughs> the point is, I yeah. You I, could I, make time to go yeah. meet somebody for coffee in the morning. That's true. Yeah. But anyways, um, but that's what's, you know, it's got to be what's important to you. And I think that that kind of also kicked into gear at the one point in time from back when, when you said, you know, can can I ask to go out some night mm-hmm. and I was kind of like wait a minute are, are we are, first of all are we dating and second of all you can do that when I'm home like that was right. challenging for me so listening to the book you know it helps me understand it and be able to then say to you well then I really kind of want to talk about that but the reality is that if, if that happened then I would say yeah but I'm gonna go out too because I don't want to be home alone right you know, right. so, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, I, so I can see that and, but you're different. You could be home alone because yeah. you're excited and anticipating and thinking about what we're doing and all that kind of stuff where I'm at the other end of the spectrum where I don't want to think about it. You know, I just want to know that you're having a good time. Mm-hmm. That's what's important to me is that you're having fun and you know, I don't need to know all the details and all things like that. But that, when they talked about that in the book about how, because I thought, well, that's petty of me then to think that, well, if he gets to go out, then I get to go out, but that's not what it is is it's not a tit for tat kind of a thing it's a that's how i'm going to have to deal with it if that's gonna happen so if that's gonna happen i would want to be able to make arrangements to be able to go out also because that will take my mind off of it and be able to also have fun at the same time Mm -hmm. you know so 
Um, but they did talk about how people did that. For, you know, one particular couple really they did that for a really long time until they didn't need to do that anymore. Right, right. Yeah, you know, and that. so yeah. So I was like, okay, well that that makes sense. You know, that was kind of validating. So there was a lot in this book that's validating. And I'm just, I still have like two hours left in the book to to listen to, and that's kind of like the the end part. It's kind of where they're getting more into the meat and potatoes and the juicier kind of there's some juicy stuff. stuff. Yeah, is there more juicy stuff coming at the very end of the book here? Well, what I thought was particularly juicy was the, and maybe you're not there, but the discussion of the all-girl party. Oh, yeah, no, they haven't talked about oh, that yeah. yet. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hot as shit. So, anyway, so, I, you know, we, we can talk about some of those types of things. And um, I, uh, you know, our, our goal is to continue to grow and have experiences and whatever that, that means for us. And we'll just continue to let it grow. Mm-hmm. Um, we very quickly realized that first of all, you know, some people enter the lifestyle, it's only going to be couples and that's all they're going to do and play with and whatever. And had we, had that been fine for us, that would have been fine for us. But we very quickly decided we were going to try single men and then very quickly decided that that was a much more easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. And especially because you're, you get satisfaction out of having that dynamic. And if you didn't, then it would be very different. Right. Then we would be kind of right. stuck in the couple. Zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, yeah. And, and if I, and as well, and as we've always talked about, that was really my prime motivation for getting into the lifestyle is to see you with other men and to participate with you with other men. Right. Now, the it's awesome and great that, you know, that we have met couples and that I have met women and that I've been able to, you know, since June, have sex with more women than I had in my entire life. <laughs> prior yeah which is great and i love it and i love the variety but you know i, I don't i'm just, it doesn't drive me and being with other women doesn't drive me it's just a happy coincidence that it's happening right um and as i talked about in my recording which you really couldn't hear because it was so bad and garbled but whatever the percentages work out whether it's 50 50 or whatever it doesn't really matter but what i what, what's important is that for me it's important to have this single man component be you know a very large part of what we do um i you know suspected that i would love this hot wife lifestyle this piece of the lifestyle component and you being away and having the adventures that you had really confirmed that for me it was very validating for me because one of the things that i was talking about i don't know if you were able to catch it but i knew i would like this i knew that i would like you being away and you know while you're away having fun but until it actually happened, I didn't really know. But once your slut update started coming in, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> and, you know, we're like, I was rooting for you. And like, yeah, go get them. And so, yeah, very, very hot. Now, that said, my preference and our preference is that if they be MFMs and that I'm there and that you get the benefit of two of us. But when I can't be there, you know, I... And early on, and when we started... You know, back to the jealousy, like with when we, we had this conversation, and I encouraged you to, to be with by yourself. And that was kind of, was that before? It was after New Orleans. It was after New Orleans. So we'd already played separately. But when that actually happened, I was still very excited by it, but I, I was a little bit jealous. And we talked about it. And for me, it was just, it, it wasn't jealousy. Again, there was something, there's always something else. And for me, it was just being left out. Right. And me not being able to be a part of it. That's what the issue was. And so um, here, that wasn't even an option. So, of course, there was no jealousy or there was was no emotion masking as jealousy. It was just, well, I can't be there anyway. So you go get what you can get and have a great time and 
enjoy yourself. And so that's where I got the pleasure from. You know, with, for example, whom I've never seen you play with, but at least I've met him. Mm-hmm. I've never had any issues around him because uh, we just, I, again, I just knew it wasn't an option. You know, he wasn't going to be able to, or we just, we decided right away that that wasn't going to work with me being part of that dynamic. And so I wasn't missing out on anything because there wouldn't be anything to miss out on if I were there. Right. So that was totally fine. But that's all a roundabout way of saying I would much rather be part of it, like physically they were part of it, but I'm fine if I'm not. But I, what's important, I think, takeaway from you being gone is I'm st- 100% on board and I, I no longer have even the twinges of, gee, I wish I were there. Now we'll see how that goes back here now. Right. In situations where, well, maybe I could be there. So, and what that means then is like, if it is a separate date on a weeknight when I could be there, and then how would I feel about that? I don't know. Right. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Again, if it's during the day, I'm not going to, I can't be there. Right. So it's okay. So, I don't know. So that'll be a, and that's going to come up soon, probably, sooner than later. And yeah, we'll, we'll see how that works. Well. Yeah. But, um... For me, the fantasy of you being in a hotel room by yourself, fucking other men, the reality was better than the fantasy. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, good. Yeah. And it the was, other thing that awesome. I the other thing that I was talking about in my recording, I'd like to have you kind of rephrase it for me, but when last night you said something, you know, to the effect of is your body, you make the decisions, you decide who and when and how and you don't ask, you go take what you want and I thought incredibly hot <laughs> so was that a good paraphrase or do you want to rephrase yeah. it yourself and- yeah no yeah well what i was saying was so sometimes you get caught up in what you want me to do mm-hmm. so it just um that that can go both ways and that's and it, it can go in a way that yeah i was thinking i was gonna do that anyways into another way it was like yeah but i don't want to do that or i'm not ready to do that or that's not on my radar screen mm-hmm. now so i think that to not i don't want to squelch that you know you should have all those fantasies you should have all those fantasies but um don't worry about bringing those fantasies up to me mm-hmm. in the sense of like you know this particular scenario was you know playing with another woman without you there and i was telling you that and i had talked about that and we've decided to move forward with that we think on saturday but that but that's our plan but to kind of help us explore where if that's something that we would want to do i think she's more further along in her journey or her desire than i am but you know um so far, she's the only person I've been, been interested in playing with at that level. Mm-hmm. Although I would, would just because we had talked about it and mm-hmm. kind of built up to that. And that's what she really enjoys. And that's part of being... But, you know, that didn't even come up the last time we were all right. together. So, but anyway, so yeah. So what I had said was that, yeah, don't, you know, I, I appreciate it. But if it's something I'm going to, if it's something I want to do, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And if it's something I don't want to do, then I'm not going to do it. But if it's something I want to do, I'll let you know and mm-hmm. <laughs> take care of what my desires are and let you know and if you're you know not to sound crass or whatever but that you know if you get to be a part of that that you can but sometimes there may be times where i'm like i don't want you to be a part of that and that's and then we'll talk about that and what that means or why it would be that way or whatever um and make sure that we're all on the same page with it and come to an agreement and an arrangement about it but that yeah so it, and that's kind of where that came from mm-hmm. is that i don't want you to um 
I love that you have fantasies and I love that you are think about all those things and that's stuff that's exciting for you. But it's kind of like, don't put your stuff on me. You know, let I have my, you know, I want to go where I want to go in my journey. Mm-hmm. And we can talk about those things, but don't, you don't have to plan them all out because you're a planner and I'm not. So I, it was interesting that it turned out, you know, you're like, go to the, go to the, staying at the hotel on the road. That's the perfect slut layer. Yeah. You have the suites and you can go pick somebody up at the bar and go fuck them and whatever. I'm like, it's not going to happen. I'll, I'll certainly look around or whatever. It's not going to happen. I'm not, you know, that's not the end game. And then, but that, look what happened. Mm-hmm. It was so much better that that was not my initial, like, I'm going to go, I need to go out and find somebody that I can fuck because that was not there wasn't anybody there that I was like, oh, that's the person I'm going to take home. And that wasn't my sole reason for going, you know? So, but then it worked out amazingly great. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like when, sometimes when you have those fantasies and things for me, or the, these are things I want you to do. I'm like, that puts so much pressure on me to have to want to do them. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's when you said when in texting a couple days ago about your, your five items. And so what came across in the text was, there are five things I want us to do before New Orleans. Well, there's probably a hundred things you would like for me to do before New Orleans, or you would like to see me do or whatever that is. And so I don't know. So I'm like, I can't just sign off and go, okay. Mm. Cause you keep bringing stuff up that I'm not ready to do, but this is what you want, which right. is fine. You can want all you want, but I'm not ready to go off to a house party yet. I don't want to do that. And that is not something that interests me right now. And so, um, and I appreciate it, but it's got to be on my terms and it's got to be when it's right for me. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it's sweet and it's, is it more safe with probably sent me a picture of somebody. He's like, what do you think of this guy? And I'm like, are you farming me out? You know, which is sweet and thoughtful also. But if you think about it and I don't know that knows, you know, that that's not my focus. So we were talking about the five things you wanted to do. And I was talking about how, um, you know, a house party or, or a group, a group situation is something that's, you know, high on your list. And that it, I know that it'll be something that we end up doing. It's just, I don't know when that will happen. So that's why I was like, I can't just say, sure, we'll go do whatever you want to do. Then when you sent me the list, it was all legit stuff except you know that was the one piece I was like I'm not sure that I really want to do that yet or can't I can't say that that's the piece you know that that one particular one is something that I could say that we would do before New Orleans now so spending a weekend at Caliente yeah fuck yeah you know going to trapeze I haven't that would be fun I have no problem with that going to the secrets I think was one so yeah you know we've talked about doing that that'd be interesting um, yeah, we can go back to Paradise Lakes, pick an event that we would like, but that looks great. Actually, look around there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're a lot yeah. more comfortable and confident. Well, I think if we, go, if we go there because the parties are good there. And so, yeah. So, yeah, go with that. So, look at there. Oh, the group room at Eyes. And so, I'm, you know, I'm open to that. We talked about that. So, I would do the group room at Eyes that's not in the fishbowl. Yeah, no, I don't want to do that either. Yeah, that's I, not yeah, I where. Agree. Yeah, I agree. I agree. No, that, so, that's why, 100%, I wouldn't want to do that either. Yet, maybe eventually someday, right. but certainly not now. Right. Um, it's going to be hard enough for me to be in the group room. But, that, but that's the reason why I want to do these things. And what you couldn't really hear on my recording, because it was so bad, is I'm not saying that these are goals, but these are situations I want to put myself into uh-huh. to see, to, to push my, my comfort zones, and to push my boundaries. And, and I know it's all phrased in terms of me, 
in my comfort zone and my boundaries, but that's all I can. You know, right. That's all I can. That's all I can. And my suspicion is that you're probably more comfortable than I am, because I, and, and again, just because I have the performance anxiety, and that's what I'm trying to alleviate, or that's what I'm right. trying to get used to. If it's all performance issues and all performance based. And, right. And it's just a comfort level that I really want to get to, so that I can, you know, you know, I here I am, again, I in the me, but again, it's all I can, it's all I can control, so that New Orleans, so that I and we can get as much out of New Orleans as you know as we can. Right. Well, I know I think that's legitimate. I think you know you have to just like for that too. So my goal will be to get as much out of New Orleans as I can. And so certainly that is for us, but there's other options and other opportunities and who knows what will happen. So I think we're and we're more, you know, willing to let each other explore those things than we were last year because we didn't know any differently or any Yeah, better. we been doing this for three months. Right. Next year will definitely be, or this year, mm-hmm. will be a much better um, or a much different and hopefully better, but a much different experience. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's totally legitimate for you to say these are things that you want to do. Mm for you and then we can that we do together but that helps you right that's, that's, i'm totally fine with that i don't take offense to that at all or anything yeah, well and I, sense. I, I just wanted to be clear because you know and you pointed out that you know, i'm a planner and results driven and so forth and you're organic and want things to develop that's why i phrased it in terms of you know in being sensitive to that that's why i phrase it in terms of these are situations I want to put myself into and see where things develop, to see how things develop. Not Those aren't outcomes. Those are scenarios for us to be in you know, to help push some boundary. Right. So that's all. Well, and those will push boundaries for me too. Or not, they'll just, well, there'll be new experiences. But like the group room and eyes would definitely push a boundary. So, yeah, and, you know, and if we might not like it, we may say, you know, let's just go back to one of these private rooms by right. ourselves. I don't know. Right. But that's the whole point. I don't know. Mm, nope. We don't know. It might be the most awesome thing since ever. It might be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't know yet. We don't know. But I don't lament any of it. I don't think, you know, I don't look back at like any of our experiences at eyes and say, oh, we missed if out. No, we, yeah. yeah, if we'd only done this. Yeah. But that's no, I'm not saying that. I wasn't ready. I, I wouldn't. The last time we were there, I wouldn't have been ready anyway. Right. Right. So, I mean, I'll be ready this time. We may walk in there and I'm like, yeah, now let's go. I don't I have no idea. But I want to try it. Right. I want to at least go in there and get naked. And if, and if all we do is make out because my dick doesn't get hard because I'm terrified, well, then that's what we do. Well, you'll take one of your <laughs> well, little I friends. I will. <laughs> or I might get in there. So one of the things that... Now, this didn't spur this, but one of the things that's interesting is talking about how... like a fairly reserved guy but she said when he when they go to eyes he wants he's like front and center in the group room and just fucks the shit out of her and, and is really you know it's like it, it really flips the switch for him really you know, that was really interesting huh. I'm not suggesting that's what's going to happen with me but I just it's, it's a dynamic that you just don't know it's a different such a different vibe you know and when we were in New Orleans this past time and went into the group room I mean it was hot as shit I love looking around but I couldn't have done anything there, because you know, evidenced by the fact that we went to the semi-private rooms. And um, although you know we did, you know we played in, in the one with the couple right next to us, like in, yeah. the, in the like the double semi-private, so that there was another couple right next to us. So that was hot. And of course, you know, caliente, the pool, or you know, we 
there's people all around us right. watching us and you know so this for me is the next extension is the next kind of boundary pushing that I would like to, to do and but that's and that's the motivation behind it I'm not necessarily farming you out and saying oh you're gonna yeah let's fuck this guy over here that or that couple's looking at us let's go fuck them you know, uh-huh. I'm not saying that at all I'm saying that we go I, I go with the expectation of just playing with you and getting comfortable and if something else happens great you know we'll cross that bridge when we get to it that's right. not the expectation the expectation is that we're gonna go and have a good time together and just try something new that's all well I'm down with that those are all very um, doable mm-hmm. easy things to do but we ought to look at our calendar if you're especially if you're thinking about secrets or trapeze and then finding something that we, those are trips we have to make right exactly and I wanted to do something for our swing anniversary. Um, right and that may be too short and it's a month away you know, it's like a week um, like 23rd 24th that weekend well maybe that is uh, February yeah maybe that is the um, Caliente or Eyes or something like that that's close by and yeah. easily doable yeah easy to get on the calendar yeah we just spend the night at a hotel if we can't get a you know, roommate Caliente. We probably would be able to in the middle of... It's going to be cold, that's a thing. Yeah, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's indoor swinger season. It kind of points more towards towards eyes. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, think, I, like, I don't think we would want to be... I don't want to go to Caliente and then not be able to, you know... Be outside. Be outside and do all, and that, do stuff. all that stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. we can go dance in the nightclub anytime. But I want to be able to... Yeah, especially if we're there spending the night, I want to experience all that that place has to offer. Right. And if it's cold, then we're just going to sit in the bar in the in the dance club. There's no sense. To, there's no reason to spend the night there to do that. Right. Right. Yeah. Except inviting back to our room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which we could do also. Right. Well, which we will do also whenever we spend the night there. So anyway, so that's my motivation there, not to trick you into a, a porn scene but. <laughs> well you could see where that would be yeah no you i know well, yeah you, you know how say, my oh, mind is yeah and, you know, yeah because you said i have five things i want us to do before new right. orleans and i was like oh okay right yeah, no, what does that mean fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so that's that's all where that came from right well there's my explanation yeah no that's good so um the other thing i wanted to ask you about which you talked a little bit about on your thing, but you had talked about the fact that had encouraged you to be more yeah, uh-huh. assertive, assertive, dominant, assertive, and instead. Well, I asked her what what she would like, uh-huh. you know, in in advance of our play date, and she said. So this was in advance, like you're texting. Yeah, yeah it was uh-huh. texting, uh-huh. and she said, "Can you be dominant?" And I said, "What do you think?" <laughs> I said, "You." been with me a couple of times what do you think and she she had a really interesting answer she has flash of, of real insightfulness uh-huh. and she said I think you want to be but you don't know how or you're afraid to be you, you want to be but you're afraid to and you don't know how or something like that uh-huh. and I and I thought about that and I you know what that's absolutely correct that's spot on I would love to be because I know that you would like that and I would just generally like to be able to be more assertive and dominant and, um, or at least have that capacity, you know, to switch, you know, depending upon the scenario. At least have the ability. Because nobody's one way or the other all the time. Right. It depends on the scenario. It depends on the person that you're with. And So when we were together, and I didn't bring it back up. And she didn't either. And so we were playing. And she is 
incredibly sensual, which is, which is surprising. But she she has the ability to be really pretty much anything, depending upon she's just very good. And so she um, has just this incredible touch and tongue skills and amazing blowjobs and just, you know, she's really good. And she said, you really like a soft touch, don't you? And I said, yes, I do. And she said, she said, and then that translates into how you treat the women, the women that you're with, and I said, yes, and she said, have you ever experienced not a not-so-soft touch, and I said, a little bit, but not much, I said, mostly with my nipples, and, and I've been really rough with my nipples, as I told her I wanted her to be, and she was pinching and biting, and, you know, and I, she said, tell me when to stop, and I said, I will, if, if I need you to, and I never needed her to, huh. so, yeah, but, so anyway, then, so then with that sometimes the best, something like sometimes the best way to show somebody what you want is to do that for them. So she, so she said, I'm gonna, so I'm gonna be more rough with you. And so and she was, and she put my hands back and straddled me and grinding on me and biting my nipples and pinching my nipples really hard and biting my neck and sucking on my neck and you know she it was, it was hot as shit. And then she like rolled me over and spanked me and smacked my ass several times and. I really liked it. And so I did all of those things with her. Uh-huh. Exactly the way, you know, or to the best that I could, the way that she had done them with me. And she was extremely responsive and um, really liked it. And, you know, I was fucking her very hard from behind. And she was coming and smacking her ass and pulling her hair. And I talking to her. I don't even remember what I said, but talking dirty to her. And, yeah, and she really liked it. And I did, too. Uh-huh. So I thought it was very interesting that I liked both being the submissive and being the dominant within a half hour span, which is really cool. So I would like to explore that more, both of those things more. Uh-huh. And I don't know whether you're the person to explore those things with or not. I, I just don't even know. Perhaps we're too close or we're too, you know, we've been together for too long to try new things like that but that doesn't even make sense because what have we been doing the last 10 months it's all new things right right. so and look and look what where we've come by being open-minded and open-hearted and you know it's been incredible so so that's really as far as there's there's not a whole lot more to say about that that, that's what we did you know and like i said it was not long i mean it was like probably actually start to finish with that piece of it maybe like 45 minutes or an hour or so but you know she like she took my boxers and she like made a blindfold out of my boxers and, and tried to blindfold me but she couldn't really tie it up so and I didn't go there I didn't try that with her because it just wasn't gonna work so yeah it was it was fun I really liked it like I said both ways and it was exhilarating both ways huh. so that's cool yeah it, yeah it was yeah. but it's not natural for me to be dominant and assertive so that's why I just didn't think that I had the ability to but you know I can have also I, I can learn anything and um, so maybe uh, you know it, so it may not come naturally to me but it doesn't mean that I can't do it and it doesn't mean that I can't learn it and it doesn't mean that I can't become comfortable with it um, so what do you think of that does that surprise you um which part well any of that it doesn't surprise me and I don't know, yeah, I don't know what that, what that is either. So, and I'm the same way because I don't know. I mean, I like it when it's rough and, but I don't like being rough and I find that very challenging. Like I don't, I don't find it I, right now. 
that's not a turn on for me and so that would be almost a turn off mm -hmm. I, I feel like if I have to be in that role but I in which role the being, the being more, a dominant yeah, yeah. role so I don't know and and I think that when you talk about maybe we're too close maybe we are I don't know and that falls into immediately my, my immediate reaction was like well I could do that but then what if I don't like it but then you really like it and then now that's what you want all the time for mm -hmm. me but I really don't like it and we've had this discussion right. multiple times about other things right. and so it's very that's kind of like the, the emotional wall that kind of goes up right away with that because it's like ugh, you know if that's but what if so and, and I totally understand that that well, argument is the wrong word, but you know that that statement. Uh huh. But if we had that about everything, I mean, we wouldn't be doing any of this stuff. I know. And so I'm so not saying it, it, I'm not saying it's out now. Do you want to try all that stuff with me? Absolutely. <laughs> That's what I would say. You know, I mean, you know, I like a hair tug, and I don't. I like being smacked on the ass. I like being fucked hard, and none of those things are news to you. You've done them. You've seen it happen. Same type of thing. So, but. What I'm saying is that, yeah, I don't know if it's it's just like a mental block for me. I've never been like that with anybody. I haven't been. I've never been assertive like that, dominant like that with anyone. So, um, and I well, don't know. And, I mean, and I would never ask you to do something that you didn't want to do. I mean, I, would, I have no problem asking. No, actually, I do have problems asking you to do things because because of the responses, but um, and my fear of your responses. But, right. But. But I would never, ex I guess a better way to say it is I would never expect you to do something that you didn't want to do or you didn't want to try. But the the bad thing is that how hard is it for me? Because I, if you really love it and I don't, and I'm going to feel guilty about it all the time. But, yeah, I know, but same thing. It's, it's you, you, like you're building in failure, kind of. You know, no, it's, I'm you're, building in failure. I'm just building in the fact that... I, so what I'm saying is that... I almost feel like I would be more comfortable trying it with somebody else and then saying, okay, that wasn't so terrible, and then mm -hmm. let me see if I can incorporate okay, some well, of that, that in with sense. you. Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, that, because what if I do try it with somebody and I'm like, oh, I just cannot fucking do this, and but if it's not someone I have to be married to right. and then have the rest of my entire sex life with them when this is all over or whatever that means, you know, the, my, my true life partner... That I can never do that for you. We have a lot of life partnering left, and that would be so painful for me to feel guilt about that all the time because I would feel guilty about it all the time. So I'm not saying that I would be not open to trying it. I just don't. So is that a cop out? I don't know. I would have to be with somebody that I was safe being with, and I would have to feel like I would have to do it where you weren't around. So I don't know what that looks like. Right, right. Now on hearing you talk about it and having it be exciting for you, uh, that's very exciting. I mean, I'm glad. I'm. That's really super cool. So you should try those things with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will. But you know that I like those things already because right. right. that's been evidence from... You've made comments before like about how someone has been rough with me. And I was like, well, yeah, mm -hmm. you know, or whatever, but never really thought to say to you, you you can do that too right um you know that's nice if she can do that and the other thing is too it's different every single time and i think that that is one thing too that i learned like last night when 
you were going down on me and you were giving me orgasms, what I realized, and that's why I said not, don't use your fingers right now, because it was just, that was distracting, and I really just wanted to feel your tongue on me, mm-hmm. and the fingers added a piece of the book, but something that may not be that time, right. so I don't, or the next time, maybe the next times I want you to use your fingers, or only your fingers, or whatever, so I'll get better about telling you yeah, what yeah. I want, well, as long yeah, as you, you don't take it as like, right. oh, I'm not doing it right, that's well, no, not it, so, it's because it changes every single time. So, you just telling me that right there was incredibly important. Right, because I didn't really realize mm-hmm. it until I've been gone and had sex with however many times, ten different times with five different people, or whatever it was, and six and eleven I think okay you know in that period of time and they all were completely different and I will tell you and I you know and I said he needs to write down what he does calls himself the clit whisperer and he's like it's all about listening to the woman because it changes every single time so you could be like totally focused on this one particular area but the next time that doesn't work or it may not work in two minutes Mm -hmm. but if you keep doing the same thing over then, and this is what was saying, if you keep doing the same thing over, it's never going to get anywhere. You have to stay where you need to stay until you realize it's not working anymore, then move on to something else. And I don't know how he does or what he does, but the man could go down on me for 45 minutes and just kept going and going and going, and I just kept coming and coming and coming. And it's not because he sat there at the top of the click going like this the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's all over, it's in, it's out, it's whatever, it's using his tongue. I don't remember, did he use his fingers? Maybe, I don't know. I mean, I really don't know because I was totally lost. So he has the ability to, in the years of practice, and he doesn't do it like that. So that's why I can't tell you what it is, because I don't know. So 11 different times with six different men. You're a busy girl. Oh, that's exactly what it was. Well, two with Yeah, twice two, with Twice with twice, Two, four, six. Uh-huh. Then seven, eight. Oh, so nine. And then so nine with six. Oh, and I met but I didn't have sex with him because it was a coffee date. So there were more men that I met mm-hmm. than the men that I yeah. actually slept with and then the whatever. Yeah. So anyways, the moral of the story is that they were all different and each time was different. And that is nice. It's nice that it's different. Right. And so I think that the thing, my takeaway from that would be to tell you is, you know, what said is just to pay attention and if you put your fingers inside of me and I don't and my body doesn't respond to you the way that it has and before then then don't do that right then and it's and if I have to think about it and if I'm thinking oh that that's not working as well it's gone I'm gone so you may not say so I can't can't. tell you you, unless yeah so the better you get at listening to women's bodies And not being afraid to mix it up because if the body isn't responding, it's not stop. It's you need to do something different. Right. As women, as soon as we are starting to think about, oh, this isn't working, we're gone. Yeah. And it's harder for a woman to come back to that right. place than right. it is for a man. Because it takes you so long to get yes. so, to that point to begin with. Right. Yeah. So that was an incredibly important thing. And so that's why last night when we were together, I came three times, but... In the afternoon or at night? At night. Uh-huh. And then I really wanted to have a powerful orgasm and I knew that's when I took over. And that's when I took right, over. Right, so right. I had three of my right you know, three orgasms, but I was feeling a big one coming and I knew I couldn't you weren't gonna get there. Right. So I really wanted to have one that was just a big squirting gotcha. orgasm. Ooh, that's hot as shit. Yeah. 
Yeah. It was hot as shit. So how yeah. many did I have? Well, I think two or another, three. Another three, because I know you. Yeah. Yeah, you squirted in my mouth at least twice, maybe three times. Yeah, I think three times. Which you I went, love. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. So that, yeah. Well, so I think all that this dovetails in together to. What well, I think what my takeaway is that we should just practice more. Because I need to practice more on becoming a clip whisperer. Yeah. And trying lots of different... Because you know what? And I'll be honest with you. I don't. I do have a routine. And I do do the same things every time. Um, yeah. And, and so yesterday, actually last night, you started off on the sides and whatever. And I think I said, go to the clit. I mean, I think I told you like three different right. things yesterday. Like, yeah, yeah. Don't do this. Do this. or And uh-huh. then take out your fingers or without yeah. fingers or whatever. Yeah, you did say go straight to the clit. Because usually I, don't, usually I right. start low and I lick the lips and, you know, right. and yeah, to no. build up the yep. anticipation yep. and all Didn't that shit. Yeah. Yep. Yep, nope. Didn't need so it. That was, Needed yeah. you to move right in there yeah. and get going. And and that's awesome. Yeah. And I love being told, you know, what to do. And, right. And, and um, to the extent that you know and right. you can. And that's part of my experience, too. And it's part of having had these experiences, I think, back to back to back to back without you in between, maybe even made it more, I don't want to say obvious, but um, because they were they're all very different but it was still very orgasmic outcomes you know but yeah is hands down by far the most impressive pussy eater I've ever encountered (laughs) and that's the other thing too and and I'm you know I was really um I'm excited to try the things that that tried with me with you but I don't know that I was kind of like oh no now I have to have the same result and I don't well, know but that I can't I know but yeah, that's, that, I that's a natural you, right? I, I know, know but that's I, a natural yeah of course insta- you know that's a natural response mm-hmm. you know so it's just alright well it doesn't have to be the same experience it's just we're going to use some the same tools same or tools, similar yeah. tools but I don't want it to have to be like if I don't have that response that I had with him and I know that's what you said that I, it's totally different I don't expect it yes I yes know. I know that that's important to to understand that but that you know that it was very exciting and and again that was he had mentioned it I was like whatever and then when he pulled out all his toys and I had told him I'm not my PTSD from toys with our first instance you know I was kind of like I don't know that I'm not really super crazy about it and he's like you're gonna be okay I'm like okay Well, and that's if you insist, you know, and and so and I had that was one of the reactions that I had when you told me, and I, I was again, I was like, oh, I was really proud of you because I know you, you've got. I, I think go, even going into our first experience, you know, you kind of had a bias against toys, but certainly after our first experience, you did, and I, so I was, I was, I was very gratified and, and like I said, proud to of you for for being open to doing that you know for being open well, to, to trying you know new toys and in or different toys in a different way right and not just saying nah I don't like toys um or they don't do anything for me because I've in the past I've, I've wanted to fuck you with a dildo uh-huh. and you've said nah that doesn't do anything for me and clearly it can but saying I want to fuck you with a dildo doesn't do anything for me that to me feels like it's going to be very like saying that those words don't sound great okay So now what is different is that 
I'll want to use this and we're going to enhance our play with doing different things is much more enticing to me than I'm going to fuck you with a dildo. Fucking me with a dildo feels like I get no nothing out of that at all. Like I'm not going to, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe it'll be great, but I didn't get off on fucking me with a dildo. That was not what it was. It was all of it. The yeah. whole scenario. Right. And quite honestly, knowing at the end, I'm going to get fucked by this amazing big fat cock. Mm. So knowing that that's all going to, it's all building up to this even more amazing thing that's going to happen at the end with this incredibly talented man. It's a big, it was a big picture gotcha. thing. So if had said to me, I'm going to fuck you with a dildo, I would have been like, why? I don't want you to, f-. I would have said no. But that's not what he said. Because I'm like, why would I fuck him with a dildo when he's got that huge cock? That would have been such a turnoff. That all makes absolute perfect sense. Right. Right. So that's that's where it comes from from that. And it may just be semantics and that's not what it's meant to be. You know, you're not saying that, but that's what it comes across. And so that's like, yeah. And the fact that I really am hesitant about overusing vibrators mm-hmm. because I don't want my clit only to be able to be stimulated right. with a vibrator. Right. And so that's why still I, so when I was gone, I masturbated one time while I was gone and I didn't think it was going to be a big orgasm, but I squirted everywhere. <laughs> I did not mean to. And I was like, Oh fuck. It was crazy. Anyways, that's hot as shit. It, and it, and it was hot as shit. And I, I had been with already what well, was in between so i because he was the only person i've been with so i masturbated a couple days after having been with him because i was still really turned on from being with him so i kind of masturbated to the, the thought of being with him and at that point we hadn't even talked about being together again i think he was sick even yeah, yeah, yeah. had even gotten sick at that point in time but it was hot as shit so i came twice just using my hand on myself and squirted everywhere and so at that point i was like well you know i wanted another wave of it so I took out my little vibrator that you had packed for me and I used that twice <laughs> so I squirted I bet by that point I put down towels but it was too late so but the moral of the story was the whole time I was gone I used my little vibrator and, and even in the hotel I didn't I didn't master I try I started to masturbate one time and I'm like yeah this is not doing it for me right now and so the whole time, 10 days in a hotel, naked, walking around all day. And as soon as I got there, naked or in my awesome robe, just not, you know, I didn't want to whip out my toy and, and play with it. That was not, that's not what I get primary satisfaction from. Mm-hmm. So that's the moral of the story that I literally used it. I, I went to use it. I used it once. I went to use it a second time. I was like, nah, I'm not going to, not going to do that. So I'm really not kidding when I say that that is not, it's just not something that I am interested in having be in part of my repertoire. It's more of an add-on thing. Right. You know, like I want to have those orgasms like I had last night from somebody going down on me or from me using my finger. I'd much rather have it be from that than from only being able, because I really feel like I would be nervous that I would only be able to do that with a toy. And I don't want to lose that sensation. I want it to be able to come from something. The vibrator. Yeah, the vibrator. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you might, I mean, you know, you may want to consider, you know, like like a G spot dildo, you know, or something, you know, that, so that you can kind of become more familiar with your G spot and be better at that. Um, but that doesn't have to be with a vibrator. That can be just, you know, even with what you already have, yeah. but, you know, your glass, your glass curve thing, just so that you know you get a better feel for. Because I mean, you've come like so far, so fast with G spot. Yeah, and it's incredible. Yeah. 
you know, to go from not being able to have an orgasm I that know. way to now very predictably in, yes. in like no time. Yeah. Um, I know. So yeah, it's incredible. Yes, it is. It is incredible. <laughs> but no vibrator required for that. Just, you right. know, just something that you can hit there and, and something that's hard and firm like your glass okay. curve thing. So, and I don't know that I have to do that. Well, you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm open to experimenting with it, but I don't, I, I kind of like it being that a man brings me to that point. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I have to bring me to that point. I have other ways to bring me to that point. I don't know that I have well, to. Well, then I'll practice on you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's not, you know, I like to mix it up. I don't have to, it doesn't have to be, you know, ABC. So all of that, like what I was saying before, kind of dovetails into trying different things, being open to different things. Like I said, being open, you're being open to showing you things. But again, keeping that conversation about how we would like to do those things for me to be more dominant with you. I don't know. But I'll be aware of that, and when I find someone and I'm thinking maybe, maybe would be someone to talk to that about, I don't know. I don't know who I would talk to about trying that with them. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, who, who you would practice on. Right. I don't think... No, I don't yeah. know. And there's nobody else that I really kind of connect with or have that right, much that of would... an intimate right. relationship yeah, with. Yeah, and you need to have... Yeah, you need to... Yeah, have, to yeah. be able... Like, honestly would be someone that I could totally talk to if I lived in the same area and that I mean because that's how I mean we were very open and honest and that's because that's who he is but doesn't matter because I'm not there yeah. your pace whatever you yeah. want to do I yeah. mean it's no, not no, you know, yeah. well you know it's nice to be able to even talk to you about that because when we've kind of touched on it before you, you, you've been like you know don't even go there and so, yeah, it's nice to, to, to be able to, to talk to you about it and not feel shut down and not feel um, ashamed by it. Because, I mean, like, I feel shame about a lot of things that I like, and I'm scared to death to tell you about them. So, and that's one of them that I would like for you, you know, to, for you to be more dominant with me, or others. But, you know, I also seem to kind of like going the other direction, too. And, um, which you are fine with so uh, we'll, I'll remember that what do you mean me being more dominant with you oh yeah yeah well you've talked about it before you've mentioned it before uh-huh. I know yeah. but I've never done anything about it no I know it's because I'm worried about I guess I'm there I'm also worried about performance and feeling silly and you know and being so close to you and well it is different yeah 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 I don't know it's all part of the fun of being open and exploring and trying new things. Yep. Well, anything else? <laughs> I don't know. Anything else? I don't think so. Not now. Okay. Wow. There's so much to unpack there. We went through a lot of mm-hmm. chatting. So, first of all, I want to say that there was a shift right. in the whole audio because we forgot to mention at the beginning that we we were at the park, mm-hmm. and I think we were sitting outside at a picnic table. Yeah, one of the pavilions. Yeah, and then the rain started. 
Right. And so we ran and got so in the car. So you can hear rain yeah, uh, on the, on the, in the first part. But, well, I, well, you can hear it in the first part as uh, well. Because it's at the pavilion. Yeah, and there was a break, I guess, in the yeah. rain, and we ran to our car. Yeah, because <laughs> we knew But you can totally this, hear it. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Oh, whatever. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, that's why we stopped in between. I forgot that we stopped in between, and that was why. But, Wow. Yeah. So, what do you want to well, start to unpack there? I mean, there- so any any of my three items notes were supplanted and superseded by the squirting masturbation. <laughs> so I just lost it at that point. I'm like, all right, I'm done. I Brain can't, overload. I, yeah, I can't oh, think come of it. on, I can't man. Think of anything really? More. All right. Well, let's go back. And I'm let- not that shallow, but sometimes I. <laughs> Am that shallow? Perhaps it doesn't help that I'm sitting here in my strappy, yeah, no, it doesn't naughty help at in all. New Orleans bra. Sorry, it doesn't help at all. Should and have worn use my... that voice. No, it, and it, that, it makes it even worse. <laughs> Should have worn my. I think Tristan's checking out at this point. <laughs> no, don't check out yet, babe. I know we still got we, we, we still got a few to go. more minutes to talk about it. Well, I think that it's so 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 fascinating, and I'm gonna say it again, and I'm sure I will say it in other recordings as well. Like, holy shit, I cannot believe that we have these recordings because mm-hmm. they were so representative of where we were and our journey yeah. and where we're ready to go, and so. It, it's, 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 it's like it's a foreshadow. foreshadow. Yeah, it, oh, damn. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Jinx. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it, totally a foreshadow yeah. of everything that, that comes yeah. after this. Well, in a long progression, but yes. Yeah, over I mean, two and a half years, certainly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but we listen to it, and it's like, wow, like that's where we were with our mindset. Yeah. So, if we can roll it back a little bit. So, we started talking about um, our individual experiences together, mm-hmm. and obviously, we were totally fine with both of those, and super excited for each of those. And then we talked about you're wanting to do these things to prepare ourselves for New Orleans 2019. Mm-hmm. And so we talked about going to Kelly at day <laughs> and getting naked <laughs> for the first time <laughs> and having sex in front of people like more than just like in the conversation pool. Right. So it's so funny to think that we just did that. Yeah. Like a yeah. couple of weeks because of COVID. We, we couldn't well, do it we, either. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We did that beginning in June, beginning in July. And then, as I mentioned, Crimson Dragonfly and I just yeah. went together Last, you know, yeah, two this, nights ago, yeah. on Saturday night, and did that solely for me to practice. Right. Well, she got something out of it, too. But <laughs> Let's hope. Let's. <gasps> oh. oh. She did. I know. She always In the conversation honey. pool. And. In the group playroom. I know. I'm sure she did. Yes. Yeah. But I think that what's so interesting is but that. The point being, it's like it's history repeating itself. Yeah. Because of COVID, where we are, or at least I am starting over again. Right. And we've had so many comments about this issue, the performance anxiety for you. Mm-hmm. And thank you. We get comments and emails and things from listeners all the time like thank you for talking about this so openly because this is real right it is a hundred percent real it's a thousand bajillion percent real like this you you hear us talking about like what can we do to help this situation so um we did a lot of those things and at that point in time i was you heard me and i did not want to go to a house party i did not feel like being with a whole bunch of people anonymously or mm-hmm. almost anonymously was i had just come off this amazing time with these gentlemen that i had met and that i had had a relationship and i just 
you know, yeah, sure, picking up the one guy at the hotel was fun, but I just, and it's still not necessarily my bag, but it's just not something that interested me. And I was very um, passionate about the fact that I was not ready. Spoiler alert, we ended up going to our very first house party before we went to New Orleans. So that will come up in a couple of episodes. But at the time, this was January of 2019, and I just, I wasn't ready. I just didn't want to do that. And you were very accepting of that and okay to wait with that. But and out of your list of five things that you want to do, that was really the only one that was right. just like, that right. was not something that interested me at that time. We still got your list done before we went to New Orleans, by the we way. Did. Yes, we did. So we went to Eyes and we had sex in the group playroom, but not in the fishbowl because we weren't ready yet. Mm-hmm. We, didn't, we both didn't feel comfortable. We went to Cali. We, what were the other things? You All those things that you wanted to do. And, Although and they'll we, come didn't, up we and, didn't go to Caliente during the day. Uh, oh yeah that's true that didn't happen until just a few months ago i don't think we had a problem with it i just think it was a logistical yeah yeah yeah, we were gone a lot (laughs) yeah we decided we should stay home at some days but we were gone every night anyway so it didn't really matter but but yeah we we were able to accomplish all the things that we went to secrets we Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, oh yeah yeah, yeah, all of them. Yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah including the house party. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we did. The yeah. only thing we didn't do was go to Cali during the day to be naked by the pool. In the broad daylight. In the broad daylight. <laughs> yeah, we still <laughs> fucked at Cali True. in yeah. front yeah, of other we people. To, yeah, we went to Cali multiple yeah. times in that interim. But um, And talking about that, and you looked at me while we were listening to this recording and said, you know, because uh, you, what was your comment about um, indoor swinger sing- season? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the January, January and February in Florida. That's indoor swinger season. Indoor swinger, right? yeah, because well, we, because you, it's cold. <laughs> you can't be. It's if it's midnight or one o'clock in the morning. You can't be. Even though the conversation pool is heated, you can be in the it, you, and it's fine. But yeah. once you get out, it's it is fucking freezing. Yeah, it yeah. is cold. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's pretty cold. So, but the distinction now is that now there are playrooms at Caliente, and so you can be indoors. Right. And so there is no indoor outdoor swinger season now. I know that's what you were saying. Like you looked yeah. at me and said the playrooms at Caliente have changed. It's a game changer. Yeah, I've changed everything. Yeah, it's a game changer. And they're expanding. Yeah. I know. If you had didn't listen to the after party, you don't know that, but yeah. they're expanding and creating a dungeon and all sorts mm-hmm. of other stuff. So and as mentioned, you know, Crimson and I were there two nights ago and it's getting better. I mean, they're they're improving. Like right. so we've been there at the Caliente playrooms what five times yeah, now? Yeah, five times. You yeah, four times for and then the two of us were over the weekend there, yeah. and um there it's better each time and their staffing better and the yeah. the experience is better each time we're excited yeah, yeah. it's getting better and better and as they're kind of getting their feet under themselves and right, so right yeah uh, the other thing that I found very interesting, obviously, there was a lot that was here. And we chose to play this audio because it does foreshadow a lot of stuff that's coming for us. And as listeners, you guys can be looking forward to that. We were clearly on a path of self-discovery within ourselves and each other. And we didn't know it, but we were standing. It's like at the being at the edge of the high dive mm-hmm. and the board is wobbling. Have you ever stood, you know, like when you were a kid and you stood there and you bounced yourself and you're like, oh, if I get like three bounces and then I'm finally going to jump in just straight down though, because I'm not going to dive. Like that's what it, in my mind as I'm listening to that, that's what I'm thinking of. Like we were standing at the, we'd gotten up the stairs, we walked out to the edge of the dive of the, the super tall diving board, the high dive, and we're there bouncing. And it's like, all right, are we going to do this? Are we going to do this? Are we going to do this? 
is, and then and then we dive in. So those things are all coming for us because those were clearly the things, and it's fascinating to hear it. Mm-hmm. But those are clearly the things that were on the horizon for us because we had the opportunity to meet people that brought that into our lives. So what I find interesting about that metaphor, which I've never heard until just this very moment, no, I just agree. is that I was the kid who never ever went near the fucking high dive really? oh hell no and so i'm even thinking, just to stand there and jump oh, no, right in no 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 wow. nor riding well, roller coasters had... or <laughs> so until i met you that was the craziest thing i'd ever done was just being with you when i was 23 wow yeah yeah no i was 12 so. years old and my dad's like hey you want to ride a roller coaster and i'm like sure what does that mean and he threw me in the front seat of a roller coaster i'm like oh hell yeah uh-huh yeah. So, yeah, no, I didn't. So, for me, I didn't get up on that high dive until um, 2018, <laughs> mid-February 2018. All right, so I was standing. Uh-huh. Well, no, I brought you up there with me yeah, then, apparently. Yeah, you did. Well, yeah. Yeah, we kind of got there together. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Time. Yeah, in that particular analogy. But, yeah, there there is so much there in listening to this, and it, it's so fascinating. I saw you taking a few notes. What were some of the other things that you said be, or that we were talking about? Because there really is a lot and we will i don't want to spoil anything but we will go back and talk a lot about our experiences and where we've continued to grow from there but we really this was such a turning point for us yeah and really and so the only things that i jotted down were discussion about caliente and how Mm -hmm. it's changed and Mm -hmm. how much better it is now and how you know it really is a game changer now that they have on-premises playrooms i the other thing that i that i loved absolutely loved in that piece was my so we talked about you know that i had played with amber a couple of times but then the other play partner that i had who wanted me to be more dominant with her mm-hmm. and it's it's not in my nature inherently i'm a very gentle lover but when she and i love the way that she said it which was you know you're very soft with women because that's how you like being treated and she's absolute she was absolutely right and so when she showed me the other side, I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of opened my eyes to being more assertive and more dominant with lovers when that's what they want. Because I never really, I didn't know what that felt like. Because you and I don't have that kind of, never. well, we didn't at that time have that kind of dynamic. And we never switched with one another. And, right. and now we do, and from time to time. And so that was a real eye-opener for me. Because she was absolutely right. I didn't know what that felt like. Right. You know, to be on the receiving end of, of a dominant energy. And it feels pretty fucking good. Right. And so appreciating that, now I am much more able to kind of turn the tables and give that Mm -hmm. it's still not my primary nature and i think anybody who has listened this far can kind of figure that out (laughs) (laughs) but that doesn't mean that it's not within me and in the right circumstances with the right partners it's fun and i know how good it feels to be on the other side of that and so i can turn the tables with the right partners so that was a really important piece and a very important learning experience that was a great night right yeah because it was a real eye-opening night and it kind of led me down a different path i'm like oh okay because to me, the way that I have always been and the way that I was raised and the way that I thought about women, to be dominant towards women was degrading to women. And that, to me, was like the ultimate sin. Mm-hmm. But then now I see that that's, that's not the case, necessarily. It just depends upon the circumstances and it depends upon 
where it's coming from. And that goes both directions as well. Right. Yeah. So the bottom line is just way more to it than just kind of the black and white way that I kind of saw it before, which is, oh, you can't be this way towards women because that's disrespectful and degrading. Well, you know, sometimes it's not. Right. And as you just said, it depends on where it's coming from. Yeah, exactly. If it's coming from hate and anger, then no. But right. if it's coming from lust and love and right. excitement and yes. erotic, right. then it's totally then it's different. it's hot as fuck. Yeah, but it's a yeah. different experience. And I think the other thing, too, in, in that same vein, that was interesting, and, and we still talk about this, is that you mentioned in that recording is that maybe we're, you and I are too close. You know, we have 30 years together. Mm-hmm. At that point in time, it's 27 years together. And how do you change that dynamic when you're not sure? Right. And we discussed it real time. That was us mm-hmm. talking about that. Yeah, for the it's very, scary. It's very scary. Yeah. And it, we still dance around that mm-hmm. sometimes because I still have those things. Because I, I, spoiler alert, I still don't know where I stand yeah, on those neither. things. Yeah. And so it's, it was, it is so much easier for me, and I think for you, but you can correct me if I'm wrong, but for me and for our dynamic that we explored those things with other people mm-hmm. so right. that we don't accidentally hurt each other or accidentally, for me, it's always been that I don't want to promise you something that I can't deliver on. Because right. as I said in that recording, we have a lot of life partnering left. <laughs> There's a long time ahead of us. And that's just my nature is to feel like if I can't give you something that I know that you want, that's really challenging for me. So the way to be able to do that is to say, yes, go forth and find someone who can do that for you until I catch up, if I catch up, you know, and I think that that was such an interesting piece to hear even way back then, that that was where we were already thinking like, Not, you know, it, for us, our dynamic, it worked that we necessarily weren't the best two people to try those things out with. And as we have tried some of those things out and then brought them back to each other, it has been exciting. Yeah. And then being able to talk about, I think I like this, I think I like that, like this happened, or together, or, you know, we have done some things, and and we'll talk about it in very shortly coming up in some more episodes, is that some experiences that we've had that were like, wow, that was not what we expected, and and it was a turn on for both of us, and how mm-hmm. did that work? And then, how do you grow from that? And where does that then lead you? And does that do you split off and have different paths from there? Um, it, we're very, 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 very lucky in the play partners that we right. have been that we have attracted and have come across, yeah. and and our experiences and our journey that we've been able to find people that fit for us. Absolutely, yeah, because yeah. you and I are, are very egalitarian, mm-hmm. and we've always been very egalitarian in our relationship and so for us that's probably one of the reasons why from the very beginning we were very turned off by bdsm because we do not you know that that just doesn't fit our the way that we interact with one another or at least in the way that we conceived it right and to be clear the way that we conceived it in the very beginning was it is what you make of it and we had a conception of of that dynamic that isn't necessarily correct because there is no correct it's what two individuals make it in any particular encounter Right. But we didn't know that. Right. We just saw, oh, that's degrading. Well, it just depends. Right. It depends on where it comes from. Right. And if you don't know any better, and that's part of what Swinky Life yeah. came out of, which exactly. was exactly. educating people who were us mm-hmm. about the fact that it does these things don't have to necessarily right. be degrading. There's it's, a it's way not a, to... It's inc- not black and white. You right. can, there, and which is why we describe it as the intersection of swinging and kink. Right. Because there's, if it's a Venn diagram, you know, there are certain things that we're okay with and that we're 
not okay with. And so where those things intersect, that's what we're going to talk about. Right. And we have been extraordinarily fortunate that we've met partners that we can explore different things with, which has then led to us exploring things together. Because as we became a little bit more comfortable exploring with other people, then we can come back together and say, oh, well, okay, let's try these things together. And right. then, But all in a comfortable, non-threatening place, in a non-threatening way. And I think the other thing too, and as I'm, again, as we listen to this together and I'm watching you and we're, we're laughing across the microphones at each other at the recording, is that we found ways to talk about it. And you mentioned in the recording how you were nervous to even talk to me about some of these things. And I said, I, you've seen that. We've talked about it. I told you I like a little hair tug or a smack on the ass or things like that. So again, beginning of 2019, and we still talk about those things. We mm-hmm. still bring those things up. We're still, now we are way beyond where we were in 2019 about being able to risk our own selves to say, I I, I might like to try that, or I think I'm going to try that not with you, but with somebody else, because I want to see what that's like, or whatever that, you know, all the different scenarios and dynamics and things like that. And so... In, in even hearing us talk about it so openly and candidly and honestly about how scary that is to admit those things to each other. And that's why in, uh, what was it, episode 11 or 12 with Dr. Leigh Miller, that mm. we wanted to talk to him about how important it is to talk to your partner about those sexual fantasies. Because a lot of times, you know, we've been together at that point in time, 27 years, like I said, and we were still, we were scared to even say, because in the beginning when you're 25 or 23, you're like, I don't want you to hit me on the ass. That is degrading and that is demeaning, but no, no, 50, that's, you know, <laughs> kind of turns me on and gets me wet. So how do I, how do I right. tell you that, that that's different now? Because the message has been the same for 25 years. Right. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. And all you hear is don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. And if as soon as I say, well, do it. But. But you don't trust that. And uh, right. we've both had that. Like yeah. you've had the same scenario where I know oh, we're at twenty nine years now and we still have these conversations. Right. That's what so, I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is that we still and and that's part of the fact that, you know, we've had that many years of this is the message that we got. Mm. Are we okay to move forward past that message and trust that we really mean that and we still struggle with that a little bit. So I think that's important to talk about with our listeners is that giving each other the space to say, Yeah, I want to try that and then either say yes or no. But it's hard when that's your message for yes, so many no, years. Or not now. Yeah, but it's still hard. I'm yeah. telling you, it's hard. No, we, it's it's we, not binary. I mean there's a well, maybe not now. Yeah. yeah, but that's when you're 25. The message is yes or no. Oh, exactly. There is yeah. no not now. Right. We don't. Know, we didn't know any different shit at our age. Who still is married after 30 years? <laughs> Who's still together? Like that's fucked up. Here <laughs> we should be on our third relationship by now because we've burned through other ones, but we haven't. And so we have to give each other the space. And for us, the lifestyle has offered right. us a lot of that because I can say, you know what? I don't really like that, but. She does, and you like her, or you even want to date her, and so that's awesome. Then I don't have to feel that, and you still get to go and do those things, and it's amazing, and vice versa, Mm -hmm. you know. And so it takes some of that pressure off because there's no 25 or 30 year history behind that same message of no, 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 and then all of a sudden, yes, it's not easy to flip that switch. 
the thing is that we're smart enough and can they be able to talk about it and say, okay, so how do we do that now? Right. And have the capacity and to be with each other and say, you know, I still don't really necessarily like that, but you do. So, you know, how can we accommodate that so that it's satisfying for both of us and we're both having fun and having other experiences that we want to have, but still it's important for us to end up together. Right. We talk about it all the time at the end of the road, as I said in that, there's a lot of life partnering left. And when this is over, it's just us. And we'll be sitting on that front porch of the old folks' home in our Cracker Barrel rocking chairs. <laughs> going, remember when you went off to Virginia and fucked, what was it, six guys 11 times? I don't know. It's so funny that we, that yeah. we calculated well, that, that I had, out. Yeah, that I had the, I had the calculations yeah. going <laughs> All and so, actually, I'm going to, like, correct you. that So, we're on the rocking chairs and our apparently Cracker Barrel rocking what? chairs. Because they're comfy. Well, they are. They're very comfy. They're great. Yeah, 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 they're not yeah. cheap. But I'm not going to say, we're not going to say remember when. We're like, well, where are we going to do this afternoon? Because <laughs> see those folks down at the end of the porch with their, and their Cracker Barrel rocking right. chairs? Right. Yeah. They're, like, hot. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's go. Let's rock over to them. <laughs> we have two hours of cognitive awareness that's right take your little viagra (laughs) pill and let's go visit the couple down in the other room yeah that's what i'm thinking (laughs) okay yeah all right well i was at gone past that one a little bit but hey i'm right there with you i know you are i know so there we are (laughs) So this is where we were, everybody, in 2019, and I know we say it often. It just gets better? Is that where you're going? Yes. It just gets better. It just gets better. And um, we've had the, the fortunate pleasure to meet a lot of people that have allowed us to live out a lot of different fantasies and a lot of different things, so... Um, hang on to your hats because those stories are coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but in the between, let's go to New Orleans one more time. Yes. Let's go to New Orleans in two weeks and have a totally different experience because who would have fucking thought like two years ago that we would now be showing up as the accidental swingers right. and having and teaching classes with Swinky Life uh-huh. and, and having, here, having a meet and greet on Bourbon Street. Having a meet and greet on Bourbon Street and just who the fuck thought that when you're talking about how you wanted to go to Eyes Wide Show to get practice? I just want to practice. <laughs> now we're going to be there and, you know, who knows? Yeah. So it'll yeah. be a lot of fun. So stay tuned and find out. Yeah, I can't wait. I know. It's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So different coming off of COVID and I don't know. We're gonna report yeah, we have back no idea. We, yeah. it's a, we, like we really are back at ground zero yeah. and, and not knowing what to expect. And we're starting, we're starting fresh again. But I think that the difference is we are starting fresh. We also have one grace with ourselves to know mm-hmm. that we may need that flexibility. Number two, it's, it is totally different. We've never been here before. We've never been in the sense that we are going and we are such active participants in the entire right. process. Like we've never been where we were teaching classes or right. we were the accidental swingers. And, you know, I don't know the, our listeners don't know this. Our community members do, but uh, in 2018, when our very first experience in New Orleans, Lisa Ling was there. Oh, that's right. Yeah. She was recording for This Is Life. Yeah, I think it's the name of her show. Yeah. yeah, on CNN. And, but it didn't air for like another year, a year plus. Yeah. And so we were there. We said we don't want to be on camera. We don't have any desire to talk to me. We'd only been in the lifestyle for three months. And um, so we were very hush hush and it was very new. And we met a, two or three couples that we could connected with that was it so uh, a year and 14 months later or so lisa ling's special airs 
And someone texted me and said, oh, my God, I just saw you on TV. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and it was a person I'd never played with. So this was a person who knew me but didn't, like, know me in that way, mm-hmm. messaged me and said, I just saw you were on Lisa Ling's show. And I'm like, no, I wasn't because I did not sign that they could record me. So, you know, we were incognito. Nobody knew we were there <laughs> except Lisa Ling and all of CNN. And uh, and then somebody else texted and said, holy shit, I just saw you on TV. And it turns out it was me and the male half of the couple that we had met walking through the lobby. You and the female half of the couple that mm-hmm. we had just met were right behind us. Right. But our faces were blurred out. Our faces were blurred out. As they said they would do. But it We're was pretty recognizable. You know, apparently, it was like people, someone that I didn't even play with, recognized me and said, "Oh my God, I just saw you!" And so, which then led to the fact that this is why I had to come out to my mother, who eventually <laughs> said, "Have you ever seen those people in New Orleans?" <laughs> I'm like, "What? What? Lisa Ling? Wasn't she on The View?" And that's how I changed the subject. But the moral of the story is, we'll get into that more later, but the moral of the story is we went totally incognito, totally didn't know anybody, didn't know anything, still ended up on television, faces blurred, but this time it's going to be totally different. And each adventure in New Orleans has been so different for mm-hmm. us. So, um, Yeah, 2019 was completely different yep. from 2018 mm-hmm. and because we were different. And so, you know, God knows what it's going to be like I this know. time because we're completely different yet right. again. And yet we have all this kind of like, um, I don't want to say administrative but this kind of other stuff that now we have to do, mm. which will lead us to meeting a whole bunch of people. And again, New Orleans is not necessarily about going and fucking everybody that you possibly meet. It's about meeting a whole bunch of right. like-minded people. And if you connect, for me, mm-hmm. I don't know if you're going to speak for you, but for me personally, if I connect with that person, then it can lead to something more. But the whole process of being there with a thousand or two thousand other swingers is so fun right that it's just you well know. for me it's tran- it was has been transformative each of the last two years and mm-hmm. so that's a high that's a high bar yeah to set for oneself and so i'm just going to go have a good time but it happens that in the last two years it has been or the last two times that we've been it has been transformative right. hopefully that happens again right but again that's a high bar to set for oneself so i'm just going to go have a good fucking time yeah i'm so happy you're um, embracing my organicness yeah so i yeah i tend <laughs> to like to have a, a path but you know what i've also learned over <laughs> the past couple of years in this lifestyle that yeah Sometimes having a path is not the best way to go. Right. You have a path, but if you if you veer off the path, you can find your way back if you mm-hmm. need to. Yeah. So. I'm just a I'm a hedonistic pleasure seeker now. So mm, yes, fancy. It's not so fancy. It's just kind of <laughs> being a hedonistic pleasure seeker. So <laughs> if that's fancy, then I guess so. That's fancier than saying swinger. Yeah. I'm a, or a fuck machine or whatever. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Or whatever you want to put it. Yeah. So well, there we are. There we are. I almost feel like there's no closure. <laughs> no, there is no closure. These, and I think we should also point these out that we probably, well, I'm certainly, we're going to cut this in yeah. half. And so we'll have to insert a closure on the last half. Right. Yeah. But this will be the end of two episodes. Right. And then, which will lead into, well, we'll talk a little bit about our experience. You know, I think we'll end up doing a, a quote unquote bonus episode that's more live, mm-hmm. more current with this trip to New Orleans. Yeah. And then we'll pick back up where we left off. So. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But we don't know because I'm embracing being organic. There you go. Yeah. Way to go, babe. I know. Love it. Growth right yeah, there. There right, you go. Right, right in front of everybody's eyes. Boom. Well, I was going to say ears because oh. they can't see us. <laughs> That's true. 
<laughs> but they know what we look like because yeah, we're, we're on Instagram so now. So speaking of which, hey, everybody. So follow us on our socials. That's right. There we go. So let's wrap this puppy up and send it on its way. So if you want to follow us, follow us on Instagram at, at Accidental Swingers. On Twitter, we are at Marina underscore Tristan. And Tristan's Instagram My is... My Instagram is Marina's Tristan. At and that's, Marina's Tristan. Yes, M-Y-R-I-N-A-S-T-R-I-S-T-A-N. Right, no, no spaces, no, no, spaces, no, no, no underscores, no nothing, yep. yep. And then um, you I can, just go bare and naked. No uh, underscores, no... <laughs> yeah. That's right. And then um, Swinky Life also. Phoenix mm-hmm. is the one who manages the Swinky Life Instagram, but if you you want to follow us there we are all connected and tag each other so that's at swinky underscore life mm-hmm. um, crimson and, dragonfly yep, is she, at crimson dragonfly underscore sl oh that's right that's yes. right at crimson yes, for dragonfly swinky life. Underscore, underscore sl yeah that's, that's right. her instagram so if you guys want to follow us there that's where we will be and so definitely follow us hit us all up and give us all some follows and then you'll be able to get all of our individual takes on exactly the same things mm-hmm. <laughs> we all may take similar pictures but our captions all usually read differently and um, we have a lot of fun together so it, that'll be all of our experience in new orleans so definitely follow us there those are all instagram and then if you have any questions or comments please email us at marina at accidentalswingers.com or tristan at accidentalswingers.com and then you can also go to our website if you want to join the community or if you want to learn about the after party and the different ways to support a podcast we would love that the reason we ask for support for the podcast is because we do pay for this out of our own pocket and we want to be able to bring you more content more exciting things we want to do some other things like these trips to new orleans and the events that are coming up and be able to podcast from there and have you guys with us even though you're not with us but to be able to include you so we would love it if you go to our website and click on the community tabs and if you have that in your ability to support us we would we would really really love that and there's lots of bonuses there as well if you want to join the community you can join the community that's a much more personal um, experience with us we do group calls matter of fact we have a women's group call this wednesday Mm -hmm. so there's a lot more interpersonal communication there so we we are there for um, helping you guys do whatever, whatever you need and whatever you want and whatever questions you have to ask. It makes us totally accessible to you because we get those questions and feeds and we're in the community every day at any time. If you're going to Naughty in New Orleans and you want to join the Discord group, also reach out to me and Marina at Ask It Little Swingers and I'll get you in the Discord group. So there you go. There you go. That's it. Boom. All right. So next time, where are we going to be? We're going to be in New Orleans. What? Yeah. I haven't heard about that at all. We're going to New Orleans? Yeah. <laughs> That's all we've been thinking about for I know. Months, for, so. Well, no, for a year and a uh, half. Well, since, actually, since July of 2019. That's, <laughs> that's true. Like, holy shit, can't wait to come back. Uh-huh. So, all right, everybody, hold on to your hats, because that's where we're going to be, and that's what we're going to be doing. So. I'm holding on, baby. All right, baby. Yeah. All right, well, then we'll see you later. All right, good night. Right, good night. Love this episode of The Accidental Swingers? Pop on over to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe to our show. And while you're there, you can leave us a review. You can also visit our website, accidentalswingers.com, to get show notes, read our blog, or find out about our next adventure. Join us next time and listen along as we bumble our way through this adventure that we call The Lifestyle.